0: An accommodation service rehoming displaced flood victims estimates right now up to 2,500 Farno need help finding a new roof over their heads, but that number could rise. The Government's Temporary Accommodation Service, or TAS, has been extended to cover all cyclone-hit areas and is helping match people up with median to long-term homes. Its Manager for Response and Recovery, Julia Shanahan, says they're currently moving portable, modular homes to Auckland but may redeploy them to other areas?
1: The scale is is really large as you can imagine Um, for example in Auckland to date we've had just over a thousand households register with TAS. Um, Of this, about 600 households have been housed by the temporary accommodation service so the scale is quite large and impactful across the North Island.
0: Do you know about the other regions how many you may be dealing with?
1: Yes, so we do have a, a snapshot across the rest of the, the regions, but primarily we kind of wait until we have people register with temporary accommodation and obviously the people that have transitioned into our service through the emergency accommodation provided by civil defence as well. Um, just in terms of estimates, we have about 100 households that may need to have support in Northland. In Tairawhiti, our early estimates are again between about 100 and 400 households. And in the Hawkes Bay, initial estimates suggest about 560 households may need TAS support, but it could rise to approximately 1,000. So,
0: what are the options then in terms of housing in those areas?
1: Yeah, well, I guess we take um, an approach where we think about our immediate needs, our medium and longer-term TAS supply solutions. So obviously when an event happens, we're quite heavily reliant on the commercial accommodation, so motels and hotels initially. Um, And as we kind of transition into the more... Medium to long term, we think about our TAS porta cabin fleet um, and also build solutions. So it's, it's a multifaceted approach um, and we think about those supply options from the immediate need through to the long term need.
0: So the PortaCom fleet, tell us about that and have they been dispatched anywhere?
1: So the Porta Cabin fleet um, has been currently it has been relocated. A lot of our Porta Cabin fleet were based in the South Island following the West Coast floods, um, and they're currently making their way up to Auckland. So it's been a bit of a journey to get them up to the areas in need. And then from there, we work with councils and um, local authorities to consider the best use of that fleet. So whether it be sitting alongside a person's Um, dwelling um, placed on private sites, or whether it's better placed in a village kind of formation on a piece of land where we can kind of administer services in a central location. Will all of those cabins
0: heading to Auckland stay in Auckland, or could some of those go to the regions like Tairawhiti and Hawke's Bay or Northland?
1: yeah absolutely. they can they can be they can be dispatched to any region. Um, we have some that are sitting at a central location, so another ten that aren't won't be making their way to Auckland, where we can dispatch them to other regions such as Bay and Tidaferty. Given the
0: numbers that you've got that are going to need houses, and, and obviously a lot of housing stock in those areas are going to be damaged, is it conceivable that you're going to have to use things like motorhomes, these modular houses, and, and what else? Can, can you use Airbnb? I mean, what are, you, what are you delving
1: into here? I guess we really think about what best supports the families, um, and obviously with an event of this scale nothings off the table. So we are looking at many different accommodation streams, so as you mentioned motor homes, porter cabins, um, we're looking at build programs, villages to support people for the long term. So um, many different avenues that we're, we're um,
0: exploring. Can we look at a few of those then? Camper vans, how far down that road are you? Have you, have you um, hired any? Are you speaking to suppliers or where are you at with camper vans?
1: We have spoken to some suppliers, but as you can imagine, this is the summer months in in New Zealand. So a lot of their fleet have been committed to other um, to their their normal kind of holiday makers, so their normal customer base. Um, we haven't progressed that more than just um, making some initial inquiries. So we're not that far down the track with camper vans specifically.
0: And building so called villages, have you identified land or places where they might go in the
1: affected regions? That's something that we talk to our government partners about and also um, Auckland Council just to get ideas of where they might best be positioned. So those um, conversations are ongoing.
0: You've talked a lot about what's suitable accommodation for medium and long term. So do you regard motel accommodation suitable for a family who may be out of their property for a year waiting for it to be
1: fixed? No, absolutely not. And I think that's where we kind of think about their immediate needs and that need to provide something that's, you know, warm, dry and safe is an initial step. And then obviously thinking more in the longer term, you know, I guess motels and hotels aren't ideal. Places where there's kitchen facilities or apartments is also something that we're considering. So thinking about those, um, what's immediately available in Auckland at the moment with a longer term view of providing things that are more suitable for long term occupation.
0: And that's Julia Shanahan. There are currently six Porter cabins in Auckland ready to be deployed, with a further 17 expected to arrive in March. Now, the Temporary Accommodation Service says it's working closely with Auckland Council to decide where those cabins should be placed.